Welcome to Is This Good, the show where we boldly, conclusively, and scientifically decide what things in this big wide world are good. I'm Matt Austin, and with me are two amazing panelists from No Dunks, Trey Kirby, and from AEW Wrestling on TBS. She's a TV host, she's a podcaster, she's a cookbook author with more Instagram followers than Nigella Lawson. She's an actress in your favorite 90s Zit Cream commercials, one of Canada's greatest exports. She's youthful, but don't call her Renee Young. It's Renee Paquette. Welcome to Is This Good? <laughs> that was a great intro. I feel like that was a very warm welcome. Hi, guys. Hi. Now, were you in a 90s Zit Cream commercial? Because I swear I saw this come over the digital transom. And then when I was writing this intro, I was like, I better make sure I didn't just like dream that. I could not no, find that it. Was, I actually felt the same way when it resurfaced on my tour. I was like, was that a fever dream? No, that's true. Very. I was probably like maybe 17 or 18 when I did that. Yeah, that was actually the very first job that I ever like professionally booked was that Zit commercial. And I thought that it was so cool. Did you go method and grow your own zits? Or? I did. Yeah, yeah. In a Petri dish. And then I like slapped them <laughs> on my face. Uh, yeah, that was, it was really, that was, yeah, that was my first experience on like any kind of like a set. It was very exciting. So to see that like resurface, I mean, 20 years later. Okay. Well, let's say the brand what? too, uh, Clarisol. Shout out to Clarisol. Um, it was um, Oxy. Oh, it was Oxy. Wow. See, oh, come on. Come on. Wow, Matt. Get the branding right. We're trying to get sponsored over here. I know. Okay. Get at us, Oxy. Uh, Renee, I never ask, is this good questions at the top of the show? But I, as I alluded to, you used to be with the WWE. Your name used to be Renee Young. So I have to ask, because I don't know really anyone that's ever done this, but changing your name, is this good? Oh, God. No, it's not good. Um, I mean, it's nice. To be on the other side, as much as like being Renee Young was great, and that's like such a huge chunk, a huge important chunk of my career, love Renee Young. But now to be able to say Renee Paquette again, like just because in the real world, I'm Renee Good. That's my actual name, but I was born Renee Paquette. So now to be back to Renee Paquette, professionally being Renee Paquette, I have a lot of different names to choose from, and it gets quite confusing because sometimes people think that my last name is Moxley. And it's not. So it's like, yeah, it's like a full spectrum of different names. But Paquette is my my birthright name. And it feels very good to be back to Renee Paquette. Okay. Well, I'm glad you reclaimed it. Just for anyone listening who is not super into wrestling, you are married to John you. Moxley. Yes. That is his professional name. Yes. Jonathan But his name good. is actually Jonathan Good. John Moxley. Yes. Same guy. Oh, secrets revealed episode. Guys, this is crazy. Behind the curtain. <laughs> Here we go. All right. If you have topics for a future show, email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Remember, you can also send in settle this questions. That's where you need advice on a controversy in your life or a judgment on a topic. Mm -hmm. And we settle it. Last week, we decided someone should move into their boyfriend's haunted mansion. Yeah, we can handle anything. Oh my gosh. Renee? I mean, it's an opportunity. And then that becomes who you are as a person that really like, that's your thing. You are the person that lives in a haunted mansion for the rest You're of the You're the haunt haunted mansion lady. I mean, the yes. rent was free. That was the main consideration. Oh, okay. Well, amen. Okay. Bring on All the right. rules. Exactly. Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at is this good pod. Um, at is this good pod on Instagram. I've been answering your questions directly front facing camera style. It's very hip. It's very cool. It's very now. Uh, so follow there uh, and rate and review us on your podcasting apps. It helps people find the show. Renee, the premise of this show is very simple. I'm going to give you a topic. And as you've already done, you tell me if it's good. How's okay. that sound? I love it. It sounds great. Okay, let's get right into it. Lying on a dating app to bypass other people's filters. Is this good? And if you don't know what I mean, here's a, a question I found online when I was doing a bit of research into it. This is from the Tampa Bay Times. Someone had written in to the columnist this question. I'm a 36-year-old woman, but look closer to 30. In online dating, men my age often filter out women over 35. I'm considering posting a profile listing myself as 34, so men will at least see my picture and profile, where I'll immediately clarify my actual age to not mislead anyone or waste anyone's time. Is it okay to slightly and briefly game the system to bypass an arbitrary filter? Renee, have you ever online dated, and, and no. is this good? So okay. I've never online dated... 
Um, obviously, I know plenty of people that have. Um, I kept to the pool that I was in, which was the professional wrestling world, and it's worked out thus far. <laughs> in but, ring dating. <laughs> yes, in ring dating. But I feel like she is on to something here because, first of all, online dating in general is like all pretty much a big white lie. We'll call mm-hmm. it for the most part. No one's no one's on the internet, whether it's on social media, your Twitter, your Instagram, your TikTok, whatever, and just being like, oh, here's me 100%. That mm-hmm. is just not how it goes. Even if you're posting like an unfiltered photo, hey, hats off to you, doesn't mean that you're like, you're still showing like a specific version of yourself that's curated that you want people to know about you. So I feel like in the dating world, uh, with the online dating world, I feel like she's onto something, especially if she's being like upright or upfront about it. As soon as she goes on the date, she's like, well, I'm actually 36 or whatever she was. I think that's fine. That doesn't offend me because she knows what she's looking for. She also knows what her age range looks like. I don't know. I, I got no problem with it. I think it's fine. I think if I were to go on a date and the guy was like, I'm actually a little bit older than that. I don't think I'd be offended by that. All right, so know. you heard it here Trey, first, Renee think? Paquette. I, uh, I think it's good too. I well, here's the thing. I think it should be good, but it likely isn't good because you're getting Googled regardless. You see the name, sure. you're gonna find out about the correct ages. But I like the way that this woman presents her idea. I'm putting a fake age in the age category. And, and not then saying by right much. away, right? It's like pretty close to her age. It's not like she's saying, Oh, I'm twenty-two. She's yeah. just going because those age brackets are weird, I would imagine. Even like if I fill out something online, it's like, oh, are you like in your forties? I'm like, no, but gosh, I'm getting kind of close to it. You're right. I'm I'm bridge I'm kind of getting up there. So I I feel like she's I don't think she's doing wrong. Hats yeah, I don't either. Because it's all because of the age gaps or or the age ranges, I think are more important. Like to me, once I turned 38, so over 37, I felt like I'm already in my 40s. And I think I'm going to feel like I'm in my 40s until I'm in my 60s. And then that'll be the <laughs> next jump, so. right? Because I don't know why, but it just feels like that's the next stage. Like when my kids will be old enough then to maybe have their own kids or at yeah. least be living by themselves. That empty nester sort of stage. Oh, I feel like that's the next age range. Like, me and JD are uh, probably a decade apart, but we're still sort of in the same area of life where his kids are going to school every day, but then they come home at night, they do their various activities. So even though our ages might not be the same, we feel like we're in the same age bracket until his kids move out, have their own kids, and then he'll be older than I am. And that's funny because I can kind of relate to that because my kid's so young. She's only like a year and a half. I'm like, I'm such a young, hip mom. And it's like, bitch where no you're not you're old (laughs) (laughs) but I still feel like I can fall in that category of being like in my early 30s and like "Mm, that's not the case um and like the I just feel like those like brackets that they give you on these like dating sites are funny too but I feel like generally I feel like if it's a dude that's looking for a younger woman he's gonna be hitting younger than 30 anyways right is you that- mean he's going to be looking for younger than 30? Maybe. Yeah, but the problem is that if a woman puts in her profile, like let's say she's 35 and she doesn't want to see anyone over 40, she'll put her age limit from, let's say, 34 to 39, and she'll oh. never see the guy that's above mm. 40. I used that's, to that's say cast problem. a wide net, you know? Cast yeah, a wide but that's, net and let's see what we bring in. Sure. I mean, the fishers out there aren't casting a wide net. These are finely targeted, unfortunately. I'm with you, Renee. It should be like when you're booking a flight. You can choose the exact dates if you want, or you can give a range, you know? Maybe two or give three or take a day days or either way sure. is the same as two or three years either way. Sure. Okay, so Matt, do you online date? What is your status? Uh, I used to, yeah. My status is uh, taken. Oh, um, good for you. In, in a relish. Uh, okay. But I, I did long, online date. How long have you guys been together? Um, well, it's complicated, Renee. Uh, it's complicated. Uh, <laughs> much, like a, much like a Facebook status in 2008, it's complicated. Okay. Uh, no, but we dated for like six months, broke up for a while, and then we've been together for like eight or nine months now. Okay. But it's in going it, great. You're in it. Okay, it's, great. We're, we're deep in it. But I did online Good. date a lot, especially when I was living um, in Atlanta. And so let me, Where let me give you, you for instance. Where are you living now? I'm in Los Angeles. Oh! <gasps> 
You bad bitch. Yeah, you know me. I th- did I East know side, that? west side, mountains, yeah, look oceans. At you. Good for you. Going what to Sir, going to Pump, hitting all the hot spots. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? Okay, I, I'm sorry to derail, but I gotta know if you actually went to a Lisa Vanderpump restaurant. No, I did not. Sorry. Oh, apparently they've got like a g- really great sangria or something. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, it's d- <laughs> definitely worth that. it. Definitely worth it for the sangria. Pumpria. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about height for a second, because women mm. tend to filter by height. Now, yes. this is a problem I'm intimately familiar with. Renee, you haven't mm. seen me for a while in person, but I am still the same height. Okay. Okay. A good, I remember. A, a good solid 5'5". Five five. Why do you remember, Renee? Why was it? Was that important to you? we spent that... a lot of time together. Okay, fine. But there's <laughs> other things you could remember about me. My winning smile. I remember all sorts of it. The charm, the, the, uh, the cachet. You sure. Got it all. <laughs> um, so when when women will will filter for height, so let's say they're saying six feet and over, that means that they're not seeing anyone that's six feet and under. So like let's say and you're no five elevens, no five tens. Well, exactly. So what will often happen is a guy that's five nine, five ten will say he's six feet, and then they'll meet you on the date, and then they'll go like, um, "I'm five ten, and I was wearing heels, and he was shorter than me, so he's definitely not six feet." Right. So. Yeah. One thing that I, I always used to think is there was definitely, I think on Bumble or maybe it was Tinder when it first started, there was no like place to put your age if you, uh, sorry, your height, if you wanted to put it, you had to write it into the profile. So, um, that's a choice. I didn't put it in. And my thinking was, okay, there's like a, this is the pool of dating. It's the large pool. There's a smaller pool in the middle of people that are cool dating someone who's my height. But there's also people I would assume that think they want to date someone that's six feet but if they met me and we hung out and they were enjoying themselves then they'd be like oh yeah i thought that but whatever i always thought the guy i would marry had would have blonde hair but this guy has brown hair was that a big deal whatever sure um but i have i realized later that this is a bad a bad tack to take because you don't want to go into a date where it's like you're going to immediately disappoint a person Mm -hmm. And it's, like, immediately not going to be what they're looking for. And frankly, like, why should I have to deal with someone that's, like, I, I'm 5'2", but I only want to date someone that's six feet and above. Yeah, well, So I do yeah. think there is – I don't know. I don't – you guys are basically advocating starting your relationship up on a lie, which well, is a choice. No, no, like- no. Here's the thing. I want to lie to the app. I only want to lie to the app and to the stringent regulations just the same way I'm going to drive over the speed limit. If I want to, you know what I'm saying? I got to bypass some things, but first date, you gotta, you gotta come with the honesty. You gotta be like, guess what? I'm really 42 years old. Well, I think it's also, (laughs) if you're like, I feel like what this woman is saying though, as well is that she looks younger than what she is. So I feel like if it was the op, according to her, you're right. True. According to her. But I think if you are like, if you're, if you just have blinders on to what you're bringing to the table and you're like, Oh, I'm like, you know, 25 and like California girl, whatever. It's like, okay, that's really not what you're bringing to the table here. Um, I think you have to be, it's, it's a little like white lies. You're just like bending the truth a little bit and then addressing it right away. Like my, my driver's license says I'm like 120 pounds. That's not true. I lied okay. to the government about that. And they just never, <laughs> no, they never checked me on Nobody it. Nobody better yeah. to lie to, I think. And every time I look at it, I'm like, yes, you are, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's also a lot of other ways that you can lie on a dating app that people don't consider to be lying. Like, let's say the kind of person that um, posts older pictures or has not updated their pictures in three, sure. four, five years. People don't really consider that lying. They don't t- typically like it when you show up and you don't look like your pictures, but it's not lying in the same way that lying about your ages or like putting only shots of your face and not your whole body. Yeah. I wouldn't call that a lie, but you know, there, there's certainly, you could be stra- straddling uh, a line of dishonesty. You could write, I love salsa dancing. And do you love salsa dancing? You might just like it. Maybe you watched one of the a movie good dance and styles. you thought it was a good, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually did a sort of embarrassing thing this week. I started to do um, one of those like online therapy classes because people think that they're, they say they're great. So I was like, I'm going to try this. So like, can you upload Was that one of the ones where you're on ketamine or? That's, I wish. Oh my God. <laughs> So they're like, can you upload a photo for our files? And I, I just had photos taken, so I sent them that. She goes, this is very nice, but can you send me a, verif- verif- a verification of, like, ID photo? <laughs> I was like, oh. 
I just sent you a hey. glamour shot for no fucking reason. <laughs> just like set the tone of like, I'm coming in here and I'm an asshole. Here we go. Yeah. I smashed this one. You're going to want to use this. <laughs> Ray, do you think we could get you on, um, on a respectable dating app? Like maybe like a Raya, just, just to see if your opinion holds once you're actually deep in the trenches of the dating world. Well, Raya's got to be a whole other ball game because then you're dealing like with a very specific type of person, and those people on Raya, I think, are like they—they're going to be coming in hot. I think you have to lie on Raya. But <laughs> okay. Again, probably. I mean, if you're on Raya, you're very Googleable. Well, yeah, exactly. A so celebrity, you can really you, kind you can of find figure that age. out pretty quick. So yeah, I guess your lies couldn't really go too too far. Do you think I could find out your exact age if I Googled you? And would it be correct? Uh, I think so. My Wikipedia was wrong for a while. It said that I was born in 84. I was born in 85. It's only a year. So who really cares? <laughs> I, actually, I do care. I do care. I do care. I was like, can someone fix this? I, was like, I would love to have that one year, actually. <laughs> Give that back to me, shit. Honestly. I'm an 84 and now I'm feeling very old. Yeah, no, I'm an 85er, yeah. black and white. That's the way it is. Um, but no, I think, like... Yeah, it's funny because if you're Googling someone that is already known, it's much easier to pull up a ton of information. But if you're just Googling someone, what what information do you really get? You don't. I mean, you could you could find out what year they went to college in, but then it's like, well, that doesn't necessarily tell you for sure how old they are. Right. I actually just the other day, so for like mom You've been doing days, a lot this past week, Renee. Everything is I'm just, busy. just the other I day. I am booked and busy. This is all <laughs> thank you for, information thank that you I've for not doing really this. talked to anyone aside from my husband about. So I'm out with my kid, and this woman comes up, and she was like, hey, we should. I've got a kid about your same age. We should do a mom date. I've never gone on a mom date in my life. I don't know what this means. I don't know what it entails, but she kept kind of messaging me, and I'm like, okay, she literally lives down the street. Why not? Give her a Google. Gave her a Google. She's like a best-selling author. I was like, who is this woman? What a fascinating Elizabeth Gilbert thing lives on your street? <laughs> so funny enough, she Elizabeth Gilbert, I think I don't know she I don't think she like wrote like the foreword or anything, but I saw something like she like was one of the people when you have someone like write a little blurb about your book, mm -hmm. she wrote the blurb about this woman's book. Oh my god. You could talk to her about eating, you could talk to her about praying, you could talk to her about uh, loving. There's I so much know. to connect on. There's a lot. Anyways, that was just like a really funny recent discovery for me. I'll let you know how the play date goes. Can we okay, do a follow maybe, up? Can we do a follow up podcast? We can absolutely. And let's and let's <laughs> maybe like uh, I know Bumble has a Bumble BFF option, so maybe that would be a place really? to find mom friends. Yeah, Is that probably. A thing? Yes, that's absolutely a thing. <laughs> you probably don't have to put your height for that, but <laughs> um, no, so... I like to keep my friend group in a certain height. That's it. That's good. Uh, so, Renee, we poll the people to see what uh, – take the temperature, let's see what they're saying. And um, lying to lying on a dating app to bypass other people's filters, 83% of people say – what do you think? Yes. They're – Not good. They say not, not good. good. Those cowards. They're liars. They're lying to you. <laughs> All of those people lied for this test. They gave you the answer that they thought was the right answer, and that's not true. Yeah, see, we have an I'm honest actually audience. with Renee on this. Like, it's I'm not surprised that the vote went not good because you put lying on there. Nobody wants to start a relationship with a lie. Obviously, that is not good, but it should be good, is what What's... Renee and I are arguing. You should be able to skirt these made-up restrictions. You know? That's what it is to me. If you met somebody out, the first thing you ask them isn't exactly how old are you. Yeah, that's well, that's weird. a great point, but that's that's what range. online dating is. Yeah, but, but Matt, you've probably online dated more than Renee and I have. When you get, <laughs> yeah, the first you've never date, done it. You've neither of you have ever done it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not, I know. I'm just, uh, for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was trying to be cool about it, you know. Um, yeah, you're like Bumble has a BFF option, and me and Renee are like, yeah, sure, totally, it does. Cool. Yeah, I'm um, not a clue. But I'm when not you a get clue. to when you get to date one, are you going through each other's profiles and checking off which is true and which isn't or rating them on a scale of accuracy? No way. Well, Matt, what do you put on your filters for online dating when you were doing it? What were some of your requirements? What were you looking for? Well, you can't filter by everything, but I had – so I, I did start to filter by height, like by my, uh, my height or shorter just because I was like fucking tired of it. Sure. Like just – can I give you a statistic here? Please. On Bumble – so average U.S. height for a man is 5'9". Average U.S. height for a woman is 5'4". Um, 
on Bumble, 90% of women are pursuing 6% of men by height. Isn't that insane? That and we're wondering why, why we can't it's, meet it's anyone. It's a funny thing for people to be so hung up on. It's very funny. It's interesting. I mean, it, it's, it's not that it doesn't make sense to me. I get well, it, like, but... I just, like, I am a woman who has, like, when I was, like, dating, I, I just never really thought much about it. I mean, you guys, like, when I dated Norm, Norm's, like, what, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, something like that? I don't know. My I think he's living in LA. Like I'll ask. Him. <laughs> yeah, you're you're dating a wrestler, Renee. I don't know if I don't know if you can comment on this. Well, I'm married. You're to dating a someone that is is but... married to a wrestler, both tall, <laughs> tall, and has uh, some some girth to him. He's yeah. a beefy boy, but prior he's that a... wasn't a requirement for me though. Like I did, that was not on my checklist. All of a sudden, I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. But prior to that, it was not. Okay. Are his announced heights and weights accurate, or when you no, hear him, you're like, Pfft. I think they're inflated, maybe a smidge, not by <laughs> much though. He fluctuates. Nice. He fluctuates. Okay, guys, we got to move on to the next topic. Okay. Enrique A asks, paying your kids for doing chores is this good? Now here, the the ta- the roles are reversed. I don't have kids, and you guys do. So have at it. Is paying okay. your kids for doing chores good? So my daughter's only a year and a half, so I'm not at the bribing stage yet, but I know that I will land at the bribing stage, and I have no shame in that. It's funny, like, be, like becoming a parent and figuring out who you are as a parent during each of these stages when it's like, oh, this little, like, larva baby that you just, like, it just sleeps and it eats and it poops and that's it. But as they become these people and you're like, oh, my God, I've got to, like, shape this person into being a human being. What do I do with that? And as Nora's like getting her personality and she's like, she likes to kind of like test me a little bit right now. She's seeing what the boundaries are. I have no problem with um, a little bit of bribery. I don't, I don't have a problem with it, but I mean, Trey, you've been in this world with a baby. How many kids do you have right now? I've got two, zero babies, six and eight. Now we just reached the bribing stage. And thus far, I would say better in practice than in theory. Okay. You know, we're thinking this is going to teach them responsibility, pitching in around the house, that kind of thing. Maybe budgeting, you know, like we've got like a three sort of jars system they can put their money into theoretically. But at this point, all we've really got going on is a checklist on the fridge that gets checked off maybe once a week. And anytime they get money, it just goes and sits on the windowsill. So I'm like, what are you really learning? Maybe you need to be a little bit older, but... They are more interested in doing chores and like, can I do this as a chore? We're like, no, brushing your teeth is not a chore. <laughs> that's, just, that's just the thing we do. Uh, there is a difference. So I don't know. I think it is probably the older your kids get, the more likely this is to work. And I don't know. Maybe once you get to the sweet spot of like 11 years old, there's like the little mix or, or the perfect mashup between responsibility and earning and like holding your spot in a family. So I think it's good, but I'm kind of waiting to make, to be proven true. So that's kind of the funny thing too, is like, even like with Nora, there's certain things that I'm like, when do I start doing these things? She's so little to grasp anything. I was like, well, I might as well start early. If she doesn't understand what she's doing, it'll still become a habit that now she's doing like, you know, try to get her to clean up your toys and put them in the toy box and make a game of it. Um, so I don't know if that's like the same as they get older, even though, you know, if they're trying to understand what they're saving their money for, if there is this thing that they really, really want and you can put a price tag on that and help them earn that. Or if it's not even a monetary thing that you're bri- bribing them with, it can be a trip to do something or whatever it may be. Um, I don't know. I think so long as you're like getting the job done and you understand that like you do something, you get something. That's kind of how the world works essentially, right? Is that- well, are you worried that it will – that? having a system based on reward will kill like intrinsic motivation. If it's all extrinsic, it's, if it's all like, I'll do this cause I'll get something. Are you worried that that will kill them? Just like, I'm going to do something cause it's the right thing to do. Or I feel part of this family or I feel good about myself when I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's not something that applies to everything. I don't think it's you do one thing. You don't do one thing and I give you a thing for that. I think it's it's just in like one little circle thing, whether it's like you're going to vacuum or you're going to take out the garbage. That's the one thing that I will give 
something back to you for just as like a thing that we do between each other, some kind of transaction so that they do learn about saving so, money. So you would pay your daughter uh, $5 to vacuum with that little Fisher Five Price bucks. thing that goes, that goes pop, 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 <laughs> when you roll it across the carpet. She's actually doing it. She's got to do it. She's got to do it right so that my ass doesn't have to do it. <laughs> were, were you ever paid um, as kids for getting good grades? Or it's like, if you get an A in this class, you'll get 20 bucks or whatever it is. So my mom used to always, like, even if we like, when we were like really little, so my mom used to um, coach my soccer team when I was really little. And if we won or scored a goal, she would take us right to Toys R Us and we were allowed to get something. That's kind of twisted. I don't know that I would do that, but she used to do that for (laughs) sure. Now in hindsight, now having a kid, I'm like, oh, I don't know. However, I am a sucker that if I walk through Target, I'm like, "Mm, what should we get you? Do you want something from here? Which is (laughs) what a bad habit. Oh my God. I need to not make that a thing. Go kick that toy soccer ball through that net so I can go buy you something. (laughs) Oh my God. I know it's crazy. Yeah, I actually did bribe my kids with a dollar per goal when they started soccer this year. I was like, you score a goal, every single goal, I'll give you a dollar. Hey, come on, man. This is sports. When you're the best one out there, you get paid more money. That's how it works, man. I'm teaching them young. Ada scored scored three goals in her first game. I was like, I'm going to go broke. Isla was furious. She didn't score. It just didn't uh-huh. happen. Uh-oh. She's like, why does Ada get $3? I was like, well, <laughs> she's a better scored. athlete than you, baby girl. What about 50 well, cents for that, uh... But I did tell her that Ada <laughs> scored the goals. And Laura's like, I told you, I told you, you shouldn't pay them a dollar if they score. They're only going to fight about it. She right. was 100% right. So the bribe kind of blew up in my face. Right. But, you know, parents are still yeah. bribing their kids for sports out there. As for my dad, he paid me great, not for grades, but we had like a secondary column on our report card for efforts. Like, if you gave the, the best effort, you got a four. And I was like, you know, like, one through four. I thought that was nice. Yeah. Looking that back, I guess nice. it was good. That's got focusing a whole in on, like, your, yeah. your dad had good intentions with it. Yeah, yeah, like, my mom was, like, my mom was a pretty, like, lenient parent. Um, but, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I always had, like, pretty decent grades. At the end of the year, you get, I don't know, I think we used to get, like, end of the year presents or something like that. Is that true? I think Also at did. Toys R Us? Probably. <laughs> I used to ransack that place. Loved well, it. Kid can be a kid. Come on. Yeah, Trey, come on. Trey, can we model better behavior and at least give a 50 cents for an assist? Well, <laughs> honestly. You should give out turned... two bucks for the assist. Teaching sharing That's right. at the same time. Sharing sharing. Sharing. You get more yes. for those assists. Well, the good thing is it kind of turned out to be a fluke because by the end of the season, I was just offering them a dollar if they were kicking it down towards the goal. <laughs> if you get it going the right way, we're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's great, Trey, because a few more goals and uh, and your daughter will be able to pay for her verification on Twitter. So that's... Oh, my God. <laughs> Does that nice. mean that we don't have to participate in social media anymore? Is this what's going to happen? Is that what this next version of life is that we're leaning into? I like it. I mean, it's you can get off any... You can get off the merry-go-round at any time. Can you? Can, can you? <laughs> can you? Well, if, if I did, I wouldn't have been able to pull the people. Oh! They're saying... What a hang. transition. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, paying your kids for chores, 65% of people say... Good. Yes. Bad. Oh, wow. See, I don't know the people. I guess I'm out of touch. That's, I thought they were going to be against it. That's but that's good. why you need to be on social media, Renee. Keep you, <laughs> keep you grounded. Um, all right. We're going to go to commercial. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to talk smooching your pooch. Ooh. Welcome back. Next topic, Mario B. asks... Sitting on the same side of the table at a restaurant when you're only two people. Is this good? We've all seen this out in the wild. Two people snuggling in a booth. What do you, what do you think about this? I, I, I'll just say off the top that my impression is that people seem to not like this. They seem to be annoyed by it. But when I really think about it, I'm not sure I can come up with a good reason as to why it's so annoying. But I if can. you guys have. It's okay, projecting. Hit me. You are projecting yes, that's, okay. to everybody else in the restaurant. We are the couple. We are on the same page. Our intimacy level is through the roof. We just can't get enough of each other. That's some bullshit. I don't care at what point in your relationship you're in. For me, I, when I go out to eat, I want to go out to eat. I'm not going out to canoodle. We could have done that at home watching some Netflix. 
if we're out to dinner, I want to eat. I want to have a good conversation. And to have a good conversation, I need you to be across from me. I don't want to have to keep turning my head. I want to crane my neck so we can continue this conversation. You're not holding my hand while I'm eating. Please don't touch my thigh while I'm eating. Back it up. (laughs) Give a woman some space. Let's have, you know, have a cocktail, have some snacks. But it's, it's the projection aspect of it, I think. It's, I don't think you're sitting on the same side of the booth for the relationship. I think you're doing it for the room, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I completely agree that I think there's something about like, oh, look at those people that think they're, so, they're in such a great relationship. Gross. And yet, where's my favorite place to sit in a restaurant? With my girlfriend? At the bar. Oh, you know what? John and I would do the same all the time as well. So I guess joke's on me. You're right. That's interesting. But the thing is that the only way you can sit at a bar is next to each other. Of course. But when you're sitting at a table, you can obviously sit across from each other. So I think there's some kind of – people think there's like signaling happening when you're doing it at a table. But at a bar – it's like – I don't know. Is it weird? You you hop in the back of an Uber. You sit in the back. But if it's your spouse driving, it's weird to sit in the back. <laughs> see what I'm saying? I do. Is that, that a good analogy? <laughs> I sit in the back yeah, all the time now. I'm like, see you later. Oh, you sit. Um, you sit with the baby. I sit with the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. Because John and I, nine times out of ten, would sit at the bar. That I think has more to do with his like his long legs. If we're getting back to the height thing, mm-hmm. he wants to have that space. He wants that more like fluidity. He's not like a sit down and eat person anyways. He kind of wants to like be up and around and moving and like doing stuff. If, but like if we had gone out to dinner and we're sitting at a table, it's definitely. <laughs> Wait, what kind of stuff is yeah, he doing? Yeah, when yeah, you're well, guys, that's a whole different conversation. For he t- he takes doing stuff. He takes a plate of spaghetti pomodoro to the top rope, and well, it's like it's like you know you're getting up, you're going to the bathroom, you're I don't know, I don't know. He's a moment. He ain't man. sitting still, is what you're saying. I get that. Yeah, yeah. he's not a sit yeah. still kind of guy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's. I just, I think it's unnecessary. I don't understand the purpose of it. I don't need that level of intimacy while I'm trying to eat my meal. I, Save it for I later. Agree. Actually, you know what? Save it for before. Nobody wants to be getting it on after their dinner anyways. <laughs> do it all before. Jesus. Make That's it for right. a better problem. Be an adult. Yeah. Have, do it before. Would you I be agree. okay with uh, like splitting the difference? You know, sitting on sides mm. next to That's each other fine. That's sharing fine. a corner sort of i could do that i could do that you don't see that very often because then you're closer to each other but you are able to look each other in the eyes it just looks very awkward <laughs> well i think that also depends on the level of the volume where you're at as well because i feel like anytime john and i if we have had to sit like that it's more so out of a means to be able to hear each other and like have a conversation but if the table's big and you're now you're sitting across from each other, you're much better off to be at the corner so that you can actually yeah. have a, an intimate conversation. The problem with the corner is though that then you're probably putting a chair where no chair was because at a four top, it's probably two and two. So that means you're probably in an aisle where a server's probably trying to pass, pass well, by they got to think out their walking okay. path, don't mm-hmm. they? Um, <laughs> it seems like servers hate this, just looking online, because um, it leads to touchies and PDA. Yeah. And the servers are like, this is my job. I don't need to see you canoodling. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, you save it for touchies. home. <laughs> yeah. One, a quick question here. Do you care about um, tabletop feng shui? And what I mean is if you're at, like, let's say you're at a four top table um, and you're, so you're, both of you are sitting across from each other and the waiter's like, oh, actually, are you using this chair? You're like, no. Takes it away. Now there's three chairs and there's one does that bother you because i've been at a restaurant with my father where this very thing happened waiter said we were three people waiter said oh are you using this chair uh no oh can i take it we need it Uh, my dad's like no i was like but i thought you said you're not using it we're not so i can take (laughs) it Interesting. no and and his reasoning was all the energy is going to escape from that empty hole in the table. Oh. And as, 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 in a sense, crazy as that is, the table does look weird when you're three people and there's one chair missing. It I would rather weird. give away an inside chair for sure. Trap the energy. It Keep might fall into in. the chair hole on the inside, but at least you can hang it you down You can there. contain it. You can contain yeah. it to a degree. It's also weird if you do sit down and you're at the corner 
And they don't take away the other plates and stuff that have already been. I mm. think those plates got to go because now you're taking up ample uh, tabletop real estate with these plates that aren't being used. Also, now those plates probably just need to be washed because they were sitting at it. You don't know what I did to that plate. Maybe That's I did exactly run my right. fingers across it. So they all need to be washed <laughs> anyways. So I think you should just like remove them as you sit down two people at a four top. Tabletop oh. feng shui, way more important to me as well. Like, I hate having stuff in the middle that's just all getting in the way, or if there were way too many plates. I want to be able to see you, and I want to be able to pass something to you, I yeah, suppose. I, we don't need the distractions. Let's we just don't need keep the it a clean, a nice, clean tabletop. Because I'm, I'm a big over-orderer. I want to try a little bit of everything off the menu. So I need that table real estate as well, because we're going to fill it up with a bunch of different little snacks. Okay, well, 70% of people say sitting on the same side of the table at a restaurant when you're only two people is... Not Hell good. no. Hell no. All right, you got one, Renee. Thank like God. It. See, I Happy know. I know you. what the people like. That's... <laughs> well... They like uh, when people across from each other. 33% of the time. 33% <laughs> of the time, you know what the people like. All right. Next, we have a weirdly very popular topic. It was emailed in by four different people. Jill mm -hmm. P., Nin J., Jason S., Christoph W. Wow. Kissing your dog on the mouth. Is this good? I'm Renee, sad. I know you have at least one dog. I've two? got two dogs. So we have, we've got our bulldog, Blue, who is a... Oh, that's a sloppy mouth. But you know what? <laughs> For a bulldog, he's not a drooler. For some reason, he's just not a drooly bulldog. I don't know how we, like, dodge that bullet. Um, so I kiss him on the mouth all the time. Mm -hmm. But it goes mm -hmm. even beyond... Um, <laughs> Matt's face is like we got a straight up mouth kisser on the podcast over here. So I'm the surprised. thing is, blue, and I don't really do this on purpose, but sometimes I go to. Some, he has a very kissable face because it's so flat. <laughs> There's something very appealing about being able to like kiss his little smush. Mm -hmm. Sometimes his teeth pop out when I go to, and mm. I end up kissing his teeth by accident. <laughs> is it like a snaggle toothy kind of bulldog? He's got like he's just got like a really big underbite. He does get snaggle toothy, but like the underbite is just quite prevalent. Okay. So when you okay. go to kiss, sometimes you are like tooth on tooth. Okay, so wow. wait, what other parts of him are you kiss are you kissing? What was the what were you alluding to at the start? You said well, it goes even just, further than that. Well, that's what I mean. That I'm t I, I kiss his teeth sometimes. It doesn't <laughs> oh, go beyond okay. that. No, no, no. Okay. Listen, we don't go beyond okay. the teeth. Um, but okay. our chihuahua, so our chihuahua stinks. He has the worst breath you've ever Ooh. smelled in your whole life. So kissing him on the mouth is far more offensive than kissing the bulldog. So Benny gets neglected for mm. – so he gets other – he gets like kisses on the head or like a little scratch. Okay, so you're you're not. How do you justify it to yourself? I mean, obviously, you know that the dog could be licking slash eating poop, could be licking garbage off the floor, could be chomping on a dead bird. Mm. Um, you know these <laughs> things, yet you do it anyway. So, what's the mental gymnastics in your head that you're going through, or are you just like not thinking about it at all? Well, I, yeah, I honestly I don't really think about it. You know what it is. And I think most dog mouth smoochers that are listening to this probably are of the same belief that I think that when we were children, we were all told that a dog's mouth kind of self-cleans every like 10 seconds or something. <laughs> not so true. I think we all out, just really true. live no, that by true. that That rule. is true, actually. Yeah. That's 100% accurate, right? We all well. live by that. So I think that's kind of where that comes in. What about you, Trey? Uh, I ain't kissing yams on the mouth. I don't think it's ever we I don't think we've ever once smooched. But I will say, you know, Yam, she's got a snout. Yeah. A bulldog face, much more kissable with a flat face. Yeah. I would of say course. that uh much more approachable. Cause dog a dog like Yams, a dachshund mix or a you chihuahua. Guys, this yeah. no, you guys still have yams? Still have yams, yeah. She's How old is Yams? Fourteen years old. Oh, oh my goodness. Totally white in the face. <laughs> totally stressed out because I've never I've never once kissed her. You know? oh, never been kissed gosh. as yams. Oh my god, you gotta get those smooches in. Get down there. Yeah, Trish. you gotta send yams back to high school and yeah. <laughs> do a never been kissed. Um, so yeah, I don't, uh, I don't kiss yams, but I do get a massage from our cat Wilbur. Oh, okay. So I was, I was, that was gonna be my secondary question for you. Would you be okay with a cat massage? Here's what he does. He comes and he lays as close as he possibly can to my face. Takes his little paws and just kneads on my neck, on either side of my neck, 
Sounds very great. hard while going. Oh, that sounds like a great time. I would be okay. In. The the complicating factors. It does feel good. However, <laughs> he's got a wet a wet nose, so he's okay. getting that all up in your face, which kind of feels weird. And Matt, like you're saying, maybe a dog was chomping on a dead bird. Maybe something will happen. I know Wilbur's out there hunting rodents in our backyard. And Wilbur can reach dead ass as well. Dogs really can't get to their butts. Cats can. Yeah, see? Uh, so while a cat massage might, in theory, sound so relaxing and just so great, it's actually probably bad. And that's why I'm probably coming down on the side of it's not good for a dog smooch either. Oh, I think it's very, very progressive. Sorry, of sorry, sorry. I just, I just, I only pet my animals for affection and I'll hug them sometimes, but I draw the line at smooching and kissing. Gosh, not us. We really like our dogs. Like, do you, does Yam sleep in bed with you guys? Not no. anymore. Yeah. Oh. Well, she, she had to have back surgery oh, because she baby. used to sleep in bed with us and she jumped off the bed too many times. Oh, so. see, that's a problem with the dachshund, Doctor's right? Orders. They got those yep. long little bodies. Oh, too long, too long. Too long? She's too long. Yeah, like our dogs sleep in bed with us. Like they, they really don't miss a beat. They kind of, they do lots of stuff with us. They're like big integral parts of our family. So the smooches are doled out. Big Sounds time. like you should start paying them an allowance. Maybe I will. You know what? They do get paid an allowance. They follow my daughter around with all of her snacks, and they live healthily off of all those <laughs> extra foods. Yeah. You kiss mommy on the lips, I take you to Toys R Us. <laughs> um, I, I will say, this does, as someone that's never had a dog, it does kind of gross me out a bit. But I start thinking about like the cognitive dissonance of all the other things we do that are gross that we do. Like, staying in a hotel... I know they clean the sheets I and know. stuff, but it's still kind of gross. Walking on on the the hotel carpet in bare feet. So if you're in a hotel room that has a couch, one of my hacks is always traveling with a thick pair of socks. That's like my my standard in my good. luggage is a good sock for the room. It's so just you'll never for the go room. barefoot. I try not that I never do, but it is one of those things. Every now and then you think about, oh my god, hotels are super gross. Whose gross head was on this pillow? Who did mm -hmm. what in this bed? Well, like yeah, sometimes when you walk in, you're like, oh my god, these beautiful, nice, clean sheets, and it all looks like it all looks really great. But then you're like in there and you're snuggled in. And you're like, I'm not the only. This is not my bed. This is a yeah. shared space that people yeah. lay down in with their gross feet and their gross pubes, and like, oh my <laughs> well, god. And then, and then you do. Actually, Renee, you can swear on this podcast, but you can't say names. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say is then you start doing gross things in the bed. And then you're like, oh, well, now I have to I know. Oh, totally, totally. Don't now think I'm there are many what times. What are other people doing? <laughs> God, we've had to leave a room a few times. It's like, you better leave some money on the counter. Like, you got to leave a tip for this one. The room's a mess. <laughs> I mean, guys. I... Uh, <laughs> 76% of people say kissing your doggo on the lippies is... They like it. They'll smooch them. They're into it. No, not animals. good. They're aggressively against it. I don't know. We got haters. We got haters listening to this show. You know what? These people are full of shit. <laughs> if, if you're listening, Renee thinks you're a I fucking liar. I think you're liar. all full of shit. I that's, don't believe it. That's... I don't know. These are the people and this is what they're saying. Uh, we got to go to one more commercial, but when we come back, we're going to dissect a very unique dating problem. All right, welcome back to Is This Good? When people need help navigating life's biggest decisions, when they're lost, confused, at a crossroads, they seek our wise counsel and we deliver an airtight verdict. It's time to settle this. All right. Let's read this email. Hello, Goody Gang. I've hung out a few times with a friend of a friend. Not in a romantic context yet, but we get along really well and I can picture us dating. However, I just found out her dad's name is Jimmy. And unfortunately, my name is also Jimmy. Does that completely ruin any chance of a romantic relationship? Do I need to start going by James or my middle name? Do I need to try to get a nickname like Blazer or something to catch on? Or is this not even a big deal? Thanks. That's from Jimmy, a.k.a laser okay so renee where are you on this one do you think this is a pro has this ever happened to you no so most people like my dad's name is steve but everyone calls my dad tex so if i happen to meet another person called tex that i was in a romantic relationship with that would be 
shocking to me. But that's such a specific <laughs> name. Yeah. That's like that's what makes it weird. But it but I wouldn't like if 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 I were to like meet someone whose name was Steve, I probably wouldn't have thought about it honestly. It's just because like the nickname for my dad is so specific and no one calls my dad Steve. So yeah, I don't I don't I don't think it's a big deal. Also, like how many people are really saying someone's name intimately? Very rare, right? Are people doing this? Well, I think for for me, I I think that's just in movies and in books. That what they're they're getting busy and saying a name and saying a name. Oh, but it's it's usually that saying oh Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) It does does... every night, Renee. (laughs) It does sound like the most cliche. When was the last time your wife said oh Trey? Oh no, she says oh Jimmy specifically. (laughs) And my girlfriend calls me Tex. It's very weird. <laughs> my dad's name is actually Steve, though, so that's pretty weird. Hey. Whoa! <laughs> Everybody calls him Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone calls him Steven. It's crazy. Um, what about, so this is from the, the uh, he's worried about the woman uh, in this case. So, like, what, what about the fact that women are sometimes worried, like, oh, no, I'm going to end up dating my father. You know, like. Not literally, but, yeah. you know, someone that has the same traits, characteristics as your dad. So maybe this could be something that pushes her over the edge. Like, I'm already nervous about this. And you have the same name. This is too much for me. Well, I don't think women think about it in that term. Because I think it's one of those things that you you hear about this. How, like, oh, you end up with someone that's like your father, blah, blah, blah. But you're not thinking about that when you're out dating. Or, like, at least I certainly wasn't. Come to find out, now I'm I'm married to this, like, professional wrestler that's on the road all the time in the entertainment industry, which, like, my dad has always been in the entertainment industry and, like, was gone a lot when I was young. Like, all of those things that, like, as a kid, I was like, there's no way I would ever mm-hmm. want to be with someone that, like, is on the road doing all those things. So, like, there's that likeness. But in terms of, like, actual personality traits, I don't think that, like, my dad and John are very similar but there's like, yeah, I mean, that was like one big takeaway, but I honestly didn't really think about it because I was doing the same as well. I was also on the road doing all of these things. So I guess Did your I dad didn't... like to uh, walk around while he was eating at restaurants? <laughs> no, my dad likes to sit down with like a full okay. meal and like a giant glass of milk. That's, good, again, good, good. Oh, yes. A, nice. Likes the dairy. It's, it's an important difference there. Yes. Um, also think... Your name's Jimmy. How how hard are you holding on to the name Jimmy? Jimmy, like you could so easily be James, just as as you yourself suggested. James um, is a nice name, by the way. It's a nice name, and it doesn't sound like Jimmy. I mean, there's no. the J, but then immediately you're at A, no, but not James, I. James and Jim. I actually never really understood how James turned into Jim. It's like it Dick and Richard. I, I, I totally agree with you, Matt. This is the if you've been considering an older age rebrand. Now is the time. Mm-hmm. Not easy to do, though. That's not easy to pull off. I agree. The people from your past are always going to call you by what always. you grew up as. My sister, yes. I called her Kenzie growing up all her life, but now she's a grown woman. She's doing business stuff, and every time I see her business card, it says Mackenzie. You know? Who's that? I saw that the producer of this podcast was somebody named Matthew Austin. Who's that guy? Who's that? Matthew with an H-E-W? See, people are rebranding all the time, and an older age rebrand from Jimmy to James is going to go over a lot better than if you start calling yourself Blazer. (laughs) I had to go from Paquette to Young to back to Paquette. These things happen. People get with it. You just got to train everybody again. It's it's a little bit of work, but the payoff is there. Yeah, I think uh, also he'll probably end up going by like Babe or Sweetheart or something like that. No, he's not. Why not? Why can't he be Babe? No one's babe. I've known babe. babe. <laughs> what about uh, what about Big Jim and Slim Jim? <laughs> well, what's now it? Well, you're we're not cooking with grease. You're not calling your husband John every time you refer yes, to I him, do. are you? I pretty much really? always call him John. Yeah. Not mo- Mox or something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Box. No, no, I pretty much always call him John. The, yeah, and he John. Calls or you... like I'll say like, oh, if I'm referring to my, my husband. My husband, but if I'm talking to him, it's just like John or a like, hey, you. <laughs> yeah, he's got a short that's, name already. That's yeah. much sweater than calling him babe or something. Renee, never, you... We've never called each, we've never been babers. 
We're not really? babers. No, I'm a baber. I'm a baber. I have to admit that I'm a You're baber. You're a baber. I'm guess that for you. the first time you throw out the babe, are you questioning how it's going to be received? Uh, you can't do it within the first few months, but honestly, I, honestly, I bet the first time I did it, I didn't even realize I was doing it. Interesting. It's just and it's good. You got to do it early yeah. so that sh- she becomes babes, because then otherwise you might become babe. I want her oh. to be babe. I don't want to be babe. So what are you? I think you're I'm not two way babers. Is what you're saying? <laughs> See? Yeah, we're not. We're not two way babers. We're just a, one person. A unidirectional babe. baber. Um, <laughs> babe. Renee, babe, have you ever babe, been? Babe. Well, that's the problem babe. with babe. Yeah. That's the problem with babe. You could be a babe. Babe? Could you babe? babe? Overbabed. You could overbabe. <laughs> um, have you ever been worried that you could be in a situation where you're dating someone with the exact same name as you, Renee? Because you could have a Renee, R-E-N-E, male Renee. I honestly and you never are obviously... really met another Renee. Oh, this is why you needed to be on Renee. a dating app. You would have met so many Renees. I would have been, I would have, I would have met a lot. I would have had a lot more to like really chew on here for you. But now I'm you know, I've never been on a dating app. Me and Trey are just screaming into the abyss about what we think it's like. We don't have a clue. Um, No, I never thought about it because yeah, just, I never really, I've never really met another, like a male Renee. I know they exist. I've just, they're like unicorns. I don't come across them very often. Um, The guy from, what was that guy's name? The French actor from The Professional. His name is escaping me right now, but it's oh, Renee something. It'll come to me in a second. But okay. let's uh, just to give some actionable advice to uh, Jimmy here. First of all, your name's not Jimmy anymore. It's James. No, you're James. Um, we think it's fine. We think she'll get used to it. It's Pet a handsome name, if name. necessary. It's a handsome name with like some real gravitas around it. Okay. I think. Okay. Uh, Matt maybe disagrees. J- what James? <laughs> this guy's like so James. anti the no, name it's, James. It's regal. I it's like a, it. It's, it is a regal name, a classic. It is. Yeah. It's classic. one of the king names. Um, all right. So I think we settled Jimmy's problem there. I think D- Blazer. Why? Is he from Portland? <laughs> I didn't understand. Like, yeah, Jimmy. Blade, Blazer. Blazer. I could see Jimmy the Blazer if he was, like, in that a Goodfellas magician. scene. <laughs> Jimmy the yeah. Blazer. <laughs> a magician named Jimmy the Blazer. <laughs> Show up to the first date wearing a blazer and maybe it'll take <laughs> off. <laughs> if it happens, it happens. I love a good blazer. No, you have to James insist on the restaurant move. being formal to, <laughs> to fit it. It is hard um, to right. do the rebrand, but I believe in James to be able to pull this off. I think, I think you, you just got to like spread the word, make make a new sign off on your emails. Everything is James. Get it out there. Let the people know. That's right. Take it from Renee Young. Anyone can do the rebrand. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, all right. Time to get to the last segment of the show. It's subjective trivia. All right, subjective trivia. It's just like regular trivia, except only I know the answer. So here's the question. What is the best movie? What is the best movie made post-1980 starring a wrestler? Okay, Renee, I feel comfortable asking you this question. I'll just give you... um, These aren't hints so much as parameters. It's not a cameo. Okay. It's not animated. Okay. And everyone that I consider is a very famous wrestler, because I don't know too much about wrestling. My knowledge doesn't go deep. So, Renee, when you're thinking, think about the big, the luminaries of the sport. I mean, my just... first my my first uh, thought obviously goes to the Fast and Furious franchise. Oh, okay, Fast Five, uh, when The Rock comes into the franchise, is the best one. So that would be one I would consider. Um, John Cena was he in Trainwreck? Is is that correct? Yeah, yeah, he's right. Yeah, that was he a was funny in movie. Yeah, that was, that was good. Funny. I mean, I I go to the movie The Wrestler. Because that's like such a beautiful, accurate depiction of Ooh. what the professional wrestling world can be like. Okay, but we're talking about a real wrestler. I know that movie had some wrestlers in it, well, but it our, was yeah, Mickey there Rourke. are wrestlers in it. Star. But I'm talking about like a movie that, like, like tracing, like a rock, like tracing a John I gotta, Cena. Oh, and you said role. not animated. I was gonna say Moana's a big hit in my family right now. I sure, know, I know that's oh, why. Well, it's, uh, you um, that's the spot. What are other like rock movies? Um. What's like the one with him and Kevin Hart? Central <laughs> intelligence, intelligence? Uh, yeah. or Jumanji? Oh, <laughs> aren't Jumanji! They, aren't they in both of those? I think they they're are really those like they're quite the tandem. They're a good buddy cop. Yeah, but buddy combo. Yeah, Big they guy, are. Small guy, classic, classic stuff. Okay, I, I notice you're you're thinking really two thousands era wrestlers. 
Okay, so we so gotta it's go not the Rock. Like Mr. Mom. It wasn't that a Hulk Hogan movie a million years ago? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's gonna be it. No, you're right. That's not gonna be it. What other movies from the '90s would have been or '90s wrestlers that they starred in? Like Randy Macho Man Savage had a cameo role in the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Bones is ready. One of the best cameos from a wrestler. <laughs> okay, uh, I just I just got. But a text I feel like a Katie. bad like wrestling person Katie. that I don't have answers to this. Oh, that's okay, Renee. It's it's you didn't you weren't asked to prepare. Um, JD, who if you're wondering why he's not here, he had a, a little emergency. Everyone's fine just before the show, so he had to run out. But he must be listening wherever he is because he said, "Put me down for blockers," and I think that is a great. Suggestion. Ooh, that's a John Cena, right? The cock mm-hmm. blockers one. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, that was a funny movie. That it was a actually funny a very funny movie. Very funny movie. Um, gosh. Okay, who else? If it's not John Cena, it's not The Rock. Um, uh, what, but what about like some Miz movies? But what? Were, like, <laughs> Miz uh, movies. Renee, you're already Miz going movies? too. No, you're already going too niche. Miz movies. Uh, oh, was, Les Miserables. <laughs> Les Miserables. <laughs> was uh, were, were there any wrestlers in the Expendables franchise? I don't think Matt is going there. Um. How about, right. do you consider Mr. T a wrestler? And we're including Rocky no. 3? I mean, he I is think... in the WWE Hall of Fame. I, I'll put mine in for Fast 5. Okay. As choice. Fast 5. Renee, can you, I'm are, gonna do you go... agree with that? And I can't say the wrestler? No, because what wrestler are you saying? Like, starring in it. R-Truth, isn't it? Renee, I said, what did I say at the start? I said, not a cameo, no animation, and it's a okay, very okay, famous okay. wrestler. Um, okay, then I'm going to go... Gosh. Hmm. There's been, like, a lot of, like, TV show things. Okay, I'm going to go with Jumanji. She's going with a Rampage. Okay, Jumanji. Jumanji. All right, so we got Jumanji and Fast Five. Unfortunately, you're both incorrect because the correct answer is... Oh. The Princess Bride! Andre the Giant. That's of a good course. one. That's a that good is one. a great one. Great, great movie. Yes, he's he's amazing in it. Fantastic. Um, as Fezzik. Uh, the reason I said post-1980, if you're wondering, because when I was, I was looked it up, because I immediately I thought, I want to ask a wrestling question for Renee. Because um, she knows everything about wrestling, except for which um, except wrestlers for this, were in I movies. Guess. Um, I drew a blank. Guys, I just woke up from a nap. I don't know. That's okay. That's okay. We've been on for an hour, Renee. You should be awake by now. You're well, telling me you didn't wake up with 40 years of wrestling movie knowledge just <laughs> pinging around in your brain? <laughs> Crazy. Uh, anyways, so I looked it up. I was like, I don't want to forget something that is obvious. So I look it up, and I saw a listicle that said, these are the best uh, wrestlers that were, best movies that have wrestlers in it. And number one is The Godfather. And I'm like, okay, well, that's usually people say that's the best movie of all time. And I did not know that Luca Brasi was played by Lenny Montana. Do you know who that is, Renee? He's a, a wrestler. But I don't know him. I mean, I know who Luca Brasi is in the movie, but I did not know that was a wrestler. Yeah, so that's why that. I took it out of the running. Good. Okay, yeah. I know you can really fall into a bit of a gray area when it comes to that. Because, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's... A lot of people that have been wrestlers that have... Oh, guys, how do we, like, cut out, like, Batista movies? Okay, that was on my list, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Should have got that one. Yes, sure. Guardians of the Galaxy, and he's so good in those he's movies. He's great in He's so um, good in those. He was great in, like, the James Bond movie. Whichever one it was yeah. that he did. He was exceptional in that. He's had a really great acting career. Hats off to Batista. Yeah. He's excellent. Super yeah. funny. I also considered um, Predator, Jesse Ventura. Oh, good yeah. One. Okay. Good one. Yeah. Uh, blockers and Rocky Three does have Hulk in it. Oh, yeah. Thunderlips. Right, true. right, right. Yeah. There's a lot to choose I, from. I, I feel bad that I said Jumanji. No offense to everyone. No, people that say movie. that that is. I haven't seen it, but people say it's that cute. that is the best rock movie. Yeah, it's Jumanji is well liked. Yeah, no, it is good. But I mean, you know, you think like, I mean, Thunderlips is so iconic. And the Batista oh, that's... movies that I just rattled off. Also very good. That's sometimes how subjective trivia shakes out, Renee. You know, it's, it's okay. Amen. You're not in my head. It's, it's tough. But thanks so much for coming. <laughs> if you have topics for a future show, email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Remember to rate us on Apple Podcasts where you can leave a review just like listener Mark Chuchins who wrote, this podcast got me laid. Five stars. Hey. Okay. Hey. There you go. Hey. 
Now we're uh, talking. Renee, do you have anything to promote slash where can people find you? Well, you guys can catch me on uh, AEW Dynamite. That is on Wednesdays on TBS. I have my podcast, Sessions. That drops every Tuesday and Thursday, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And I also have uh, my segment that I do with the Cincinnati Bengals called Renee All Day. You can also listen to that uh, anywhere that you get podcasts. And I believe on the Cincinnati Bengals uh, social channels on their YouTube and whatnot. So check them all Damn, out. Damn, you got, you got a hell of a link tree, Renee. <sighs> Booked and busy, baby. There we go. Babe. Babe? Babe? Trey, babe? You got anything to promote, babe? Yeah, I got some things to promote, of course. We're back in the Classic Factory very soon to record some classic NBA podcasts. I also went on the first ballot pod to talk about Joachim Noah dunking on Paul Pierce in the 2009 playoffs. And I also recently appeared on David Shoemaker's wrestling podcast to talk about the Monday Night Wars you and did? the NBA playoff games that were going on at the same time. So I think that's dropping soon. Trey, look at you go. Hell yeah. I'm Not just trying man. to get a spot on AEW. Trey Paquette. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to get that booked. 100%. <laughs> Uh, errors and omissions. The guy from the professionals' name's Jean Renault, not Rene. Renault, Rene. That's, I guess, what I was thinking. So, look, we all make mistakes. <laughs> Rene, thanks again for coming. Thanks for listening for everyone. I'm Matt Austin, and this was good. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.